Hey, hey, everybody. How are you? I hope that you are all doing well uh, during this uh, time of pandemic craziness. Uh, I apologize for the lack of episodes in April. I kind of needed to take a break. So I hope that the meditations that I left you with uh, served you well during my absence. So today's topic I'm going to talk about is one that I debated mentioning at all ever. Um, It's one that was requested a very long time ago. Um, I get so many questions about this, about just love in general by clients, by friends, and um, I am going to explain why I avoid this so much. Um, First off, so we're talking about love work, which is the title of today's episode, in case you didn't know or just have a very short memory and forgot. (laughs) Um, So what is love work? Love work is how I define it is when you have a specific person in mind and you wish to manipulate them spiritually, metaphysically, etc. into falling in love or only being in love with you. I don't classify attraction work as love work. Um, Self-love work is the only love workings that I would do personally for anybody else. Um, and because it's because personally, and not that I've done it, but I have seen horror stories, uh, of people of mostly women who will do a love spell or a love jar or any kind of working for a specific man. And it ends up in, unfortunately, in a lot of cases, believe it or not, it ends up very tragically. And I think it's because some women really are so desperate to, it, it, it just reminds me a lot of like, I'm sure some of you can relate to this. I remember when I was a teenager and, you know, the things that you go through when you're a teenager, you know, normal social things, you know, maybe you were bullied a bit in school or, you know, there was a rumor spread about you, you know, that for a time being, or you had an argument with friends or something you felt left out. And at the time that you were going through it, it felt like the worst thing in the world. It was like the, it would consume you mentally. You couldn't sleep. You, you know, you were upset all the time. Now, hopefully as an adult, you can look back at that time and say, man, if I could go back in time and tell my 13-year-old self that those people weren't shit and they weren't my friends and et cetera, et cetera, you know, I feel like that's what happens to a lot of women who want love spells and love workings. Um, There are some love works that I don't think are so bad. I think if you're someone that is in a committed relationship or a marriage and you maybe are hitting a rough patch with your partner, um, I think doing a light working, 
uh, you know, just to help. And really, I would even classify that almost more as like a healing, you know, because they still love you deep down. Um, but uh, I'm going to go into some more um, misconceptions about love work. So some people, love workings are also the hardest to do because it involves uh, another specific person's energy. And, you know, there's there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of people that say, oh, love working, you shouldn't do it at all because you're manipulating someone's free will. You can't manipulate someone's free will, first of all. That that person's free will is always their free will. You know, you can influence it, but you can't force somebody to make a choice. That's number one. Number two, um, there's no such thing as karma uh, in, in the Western way that we think about it, you know, in terms of you. And I, I think I spoke about this in, in the Hexus episode too, where if you perform a working and it's not morally right or aligned properly that, uh, you're gonna face blowback. Yeah. That shit doesn't fucking exist. Okay. Neither does the fucking rule of threes. Hate to tell you, sorry, Wiccans, but that's, I don't believe in that shit. Sorry. It doesn't happen. Anyway, um, love work is difficult and you, what, from what I've seen and what I know from, uh, friends of mine who do this kind of workings is usually that's the kind of workings that go in phases. It's not like you just do one spell and say, okay, that's it. You know, it's going to work. And also like every other working that you do, uh, this shit ain't like fucking Harry Potter. You don't just point a wand and say Wingardium Leviosa and now you can fucking fly. Like, you can't... No working. I mean, maybe in an emergency or if you have really powerful ancestors or guides around you or, you know, if it's something simple, yeah, you can totally manifest something overnight. But I don't believe, like, there's so many YouTube videos I see where it's like, manifest your crush in three days. And it's like using the law of attraction. And it's like, uh, no, not if your crush is like, I, I don't know, like a, a famous musician or a Hollywood actor or like somebody who you've never even said hello to. You know, you have to be realistic too. And I think that that's what gets a lot of people is they think that, oh, I, I can just, you know, light a, a red candle of, you know, this you know, have a male figure or a female figure, and they're going to think of me all the time. And then there's this, this danger with love working, where, especially if you're not really familiar with this person, you may think that they're totally fine. Remember, social media and really life in general is full of a bunch of fake ass motherfuckers. Okay. And if you don't know somebody and you now say, oh, I don't know, put them in a jar with raw cotton to make them obsessed with you. You better be prepared for what obsession means. Obsession is not like what you're doing where you are thinking of them, you're dreaming of them, writing Mrs. Smith, you know, on your notepad. No, 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 no. For them, obsession is driving by your house at night, texting you, 
going on a date with you and then getting jealous when you post a pic of yourself on Instagram and five other people like it and he wants to know who the fuck they are and meanwhile it's people you've been friends with forever or you're related to. Obsession is when they're controlling over you. So love work really can lead to a lot of very dangerous and abusive situations and I've seen it happen. I have been this is actually why I, I left a lot of magical groups that I was in and I don't believe in going into spell groups just because people don't fucking listen. They really fucking don't. They don't listen. And it's so it angers me so much and it frustrates me so much. But basically, um, I've seen it happen where a girl will post, you know, about a, a situationship, not even a relationship, a situationship. And they're like, I want to get this guy to, you know, commit to me. He, you know, dicks around with uh, two other girls and, you know, this, that, the other thing. I want, you know, but I know he's a good man. And it's like, well, first of all, if you want a commitment, the first thing you should do is tell him that you want a commitment. He doesn't want a commitment. He doesn't want to be monogamous with you. Cut him loose. Like a lot of love work situations can be solved with just clear communication a lot of the time. And like, I get it. I've been in situations where I obsessed over a particular guy liking me or noticing me. And I mean, it happens. I totally get it. I think it's kind of like a fantasy. Some of us sometimes even put in our own heads to kind of placate ourselves when we suffer from depression or loneliness. But the thing is, is eventually we have to come to that realization that it's not real, it's not realistic, or it's just not feasible to keep going in that way. So like I said, um, love work has a lot of cons and it has a lot of, of dangers to it. Like I said, if you don't know that person, you don't know how you, this person could be completely unstable. You know, this person could have a mental illness or they could just be an abusive asshole, you know, and now you've put a working on this person that they not only think that you're so beautiful and so amazing and all this other shit, but you want them to be obsessed with you the way that you are them. Well, congratulations. Now you're going to totally end up on an episode of Dateline NBC first 24 hours. Like this shit's not a joke. I don't even say that to be funny. That shit's fucking real. So, you know, I really never recommend anybody doing love work on another specific person unless you're, like I said earlier, you're in a committed relationship. Like, you know, if you're married to somebody and, you know, the last couple of months maybe you've, the communication's kind of soured, maybe the, the sex life kind of dried up or something like that, then I would recommend, you know, doing some light work just to keep the spark there or even to just resolve it, you know, heal whatever the issues are going on. But even in those situations, a lot of those things can be resolved with just some clear communication. Take your partner, you know, give your partner the time and ask them like, what's going on? What are you feeling? This is what I'm feeling. Let's talk about this. You know, wax doesn't solve everything 
herbs do not solve everything. The law of attraction does not solve everything. It doesn't. And I would be a snake oil salesman if I said that they did. Also, um, there are some people, the one thing that I kind of align with uh, Wiccans about is uh, doing work on a specific person uh, is not so great. And it's not because like, oh, you're manipulating free will. That's, first of all, that's a bullshit point because every single working that you do, you're manipulating someone's free will. If you are a business owner and you do a money spell to try to attract customers to you, okay, guess what? You are manipulating them to giving you their money. Congratulations, you're doing manipulative work. Congratulations, you're doing black magic. I mean, really, like there is no such thing as that. And you're not manipulating a person, you're manipulating energy. Like I said, a person always has free will. That is the main gift from God, our creator, the universe, whatever you want to say, that we all as human beings have. We have free will. It is our main gift. Okay, that personally, I think that's one thing that separates humans from Uh, other animals is that we have the ability to we have free will so that's just a personal opinion not to get into philosophical debate but that's just something I believe but you can cause harm to others what if your your target is in a marriage with children even I don't care how much and you're the other woman or you're the other man or whatever and I don't care how much that that person that target will say target tells you oh, I'm going to divorce them, I'm going to leave them, I'm not going to stay anymore. Okay, fine. You could not give a shit about their spouse or their partner. What about those children? You really feel comfortable harming innocent children and breaking up a household? Be, like, girl, really, girl, you can't get dick anywhere else? Like, seriously? Come on. You know, like, you got to... Think about, like, is that what you would want somebody to do to you if you were in that situation? And then there's another um, tidbit. A friend of mine told me once many years ago, not, well, not many years ago, but it feels like many years ago. She said that, you know, would you really, you know, any love that is worth having will never require you to light a single candle for. Meaning like, do you really want to be in a relationship with a man or a woman that you like manipulated the energies into being with you? Even if you did believe that love work manipulates someone's free will. Okay, fine. So I'll ask you, if you do believe that, would you really want to be in a relationship with somebody that you manipulated? Would you want to be in a relationship where someone manipulated you? Because some of us are, have been in relationships like that and it's just been with people who have na- narcissistic personality disorders. Some of us have been in relationships like that and didn't realize it until we left that relationship. I know I have. That was my college boyfriend 100%. Okay? I didn't realize it until the very end when I felt like I had no friends. I had a bad relationship with my family. Like, oh shit. Like, it's because of what this guy is telling me and making me believe that has manipulated me to believe now I'm in this, in this spot. Okay. So you really, 
have to, before you go to the Botanica and get those red or pink candles, before you buy those, that lavender or those rosebuds, you really need to sit down and think long and hard if, if what you're doing is the right thing. Now, I'm not saying, you know, I, I always say that there are times you have to be selfish and you know that you should put yourself first. But in this instance, I really think that you should really think of every outcome you possibly can, positive and negative, and really, really do some hard core thinking meditation on it. I'm not talking about like an hour. I'm talking about put it away for a month and think about it. You know what I mean? Like think about it, write that shit down. Don't think about it for another week. Then come back and look at it and see how you feel. How are you going to approach that question again? Then put it away for another week. Come back and look at it. Like seriously, like you, this is not work to do in a state of desperation. This is not, these are not workings to do in a state of, you know, despair or, or, you know, you know, you should be happy. You should be excited, but it shouldn't be because like, oh, I'm going to get this person. They're going to be mine, you know, and then this is another drawback of love work that I think a lot of people don't really take into consideration is, uh, you know, there's no such thing as an off switch with magic or spells. There's no such thing as an off switch. So, and, and like I said, with Harry Potter, you know, when I mentioned Harry Potter, stuff takes time to manifest and to come to you. Okay, so if you do a really, really hardcore love spell or honey jar or whatever you do, and maybe like six months goes by and nothing happens and you give up on it, yeah, that doesn't mean that that energy is still not out there working for what you asked for. You could be married to a whole other person. All of a sudden, this guy shows up and he's jealous as fuck and he is not going to take no for an answer. It really, it really is like that. I've seen it where women were in a relationship, the guy breaks up with them. I mean, and it goes both ways. I know it, but just most of the examples I see are of women. Girl is in a relationship with a guy. It's not such a great relationship. He breaks up with her. She's desperate to get him back. And she does some spells that involve some hardcore uh, either spirits or ingredients and I'm not going to say which ones because if you know you know but basically they do some hardcore workings and they get angry because three months go by or whatever and that guy is still out with other women doing whatever so the girl says all right fuck it I'm going to move on with my life well now girl meets new guy who's really amazing loves her treats her right Oh, and guess who decides to come back into your life now? The ex-boyfriend. You know why? Because you put an obsession spell on him and now he's, and whether you realized it or not, he was still obsessing over you. You know, he was still obsessing over her and now he's pissed because now there's a whole new guy in the picture. 
So now what happens? Now he starts stalking her at work. He starts threatening the new guy. Maybe they get into an actual physical altercation. Maybe the ex breaks into the house. It happens. It really does. It happens. There's no off switch. There's no, you know, you can't just stand in a mirror or burn a piece of paper at the full moon and say, I release my ex-boyfriend from that obsession spell I did. six. Yeah, that shit don't fucking work like that. So that's what I'm saying is if you are considering doing love work and you know what, maybe you are because we're all feeling a little lonely. Even those of us who are in relationships are probably feeling, you know, feeling a little bit lonely, you know, and some of us are really evaluating probably who we're with. So, you know, if you're considering this, I don't, I highly recommend that you think of something else. So... Instead of doing a specific love spell. Now, now, this is to say I'm not trying to demonize all love workings. I think if you're an experienced caster, there are experience. I've seen love spells work um, by experienced uh, practitioners. Um, but the ones that I've seen that were the most successful were the ones that were open-ended. And that's where I'm going to segue into ones that I would recommend, which are more um, attraction spells, which you still have to be careful because, hey, you know, you got to remember something. If you're doing an attraction spell, you got to think of yourself as a flower that's open and blooming. Yeah, yes, you're going to get honeybees, but you're also going to get flies on you. And you might get, you know, you're going to get some other insects on you that you may not want. So be careful when you do attraction work too. But the most successful spells that I've seen are the ones that are just general attraction. And those are the only ones that I would recommend anybody to do. Um, because you are basically amplifying your self. And my thing is, is if you do an attraction spell, then you really need to believe it. It's not simply like, oh, I'm just going to light this pink candle and dress it with some honey and rose petals and it's going to make myself beautiful and no, you have to believe that. True beauty comes from within. No candle can give that to you. You have to give it to yourself. So, you know, sometimes the most, and honestly, sometimes the best work doesn't even involve any tools at all. Like I said, if you need self-love, you know, you need self-love done or attraction, that's work that you could do for yourself. That's just by you know, taking better care of yourself. If you feel like you want to lose weight, then you, you know, start exercising at home and and lose that weight. Or maybe you buy yourself a really nice outfit that you love that hugs your curves in all the right places. Maybe you treat yourself to some makeup and you do your hair or whatever it is. You paint your nails, you give yourself a spa day. You know, um, a friend of mine and I, uh, always said that, you know, we're going to date ourselves first. You know, we're not even going to pay attention to men around us. We're just, we're going to take ourselves out on dates. I'm going to, and I did, I took myself out to the movies. I took myself out to dinner. I took myself out to spa days and I treated myself, I bought myself flowers. They may have come from the supermarket. I still bought myself some fucking flowers. And do you know how beautiful I felt? Do you know how happy I felt that now all of a sudden male attention is coming towards me? And it's like, oh, where has this been the last 
three or four years of my life. So that's what I'm saying is like I have said since I think the first episode I've done where you are constantly emitting energy. You're a living thing. Live, all living things have energies. We all vibrate on wavelengths. If you're putting out that positive, happy, I'm beautiful, I'm sexy, I'm happy energy, people are going to be attracted to that. People are going to be attracted. People are going to pick up on that. That's the subliminal message that you're putting out there is, I'm beautiful, I am attractive, I am intelligent, I am smart. So, you know, if you're a woman or whatever, men and or whoever you want is going to turn their heads and they're going to look at you when you walk by and be like, wow, she's hot. She's beautiful. She's smart. I want to talk to her. I want to get to know this girl. Or I want to get to know this guy. He's He's sexy. He's, you know, he's oh, look how polite he is. He's charming. He's whatever it is. So you need to fix that vibration within yourself. And like I said, there's no, there's no spell, there's no jar, there's no amulet that can do that for you. That has to come from within. Okay. Some of those things can, can help, but at the end of the day, that has to come from yourself. So I hope that this episode cleared up some uh, misconceptions and answered some questions that you may have had about love work. And, you know, obviously you're a person and you're, you have free will and you can do whatever you want. I just please caution you if you are planning on doing love work, you really, really do your research and you take the time to ensure that it's something that you really should do. Um, All right, guys, that's it for today. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. Next week's episode is going to be such a great one. It's an interview I had with Tamara Arnold, who is an intuitive coach and a best-selling author. Um, She has her own uh, online academy for spiritual entrepreneurs. And I just can't wait. It was such a great time interviewing her, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. All right, guys, until next time. Have a great weekend. Take care. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And you know what? Enjoy life because it's too short and we should all take the time to enjoy it. Bye, guys. Take care.